All right, back fences. We are back at it. The 18th of January, uh, the year of our Lord, 2024. <laughs> Donnie Sports, Roasty, here together. How are you, brother? You're at... Uh, I'm very good. And you, you're back from the States and you're in you're back yeah. at the Caxton. Yeah, the best and greatest pub on the planet, the Caxton Hotel. Very excited to be back. I recorded a pod last night, watched the boys' sports show last night. Getting a little bit sad that I'm going back to Townsville, but I am excited to go back to Townsville, but the Caxton's a very nice place to be. It's very fun to be here. I can't believe they let me just uh, use their shit all the time here, the Bloody Room Beers Boys. I don't know what I've ever done for them, but they're just nice guys, I guess. Oh, I don't know. Nice guys. That Clutchy's a bit of a bit of a fuckwit. Oh, there he is. No, no. <laughs> See him in the background there, but uh, no, no, they're, they're good blokes. Uh, Scotty Minto statue down downstairs as well. You've always got to yep. touch the uh, the hand of God down there. Um, so yeah, you got to shake hands with Minto on your way up every every day. You're not gonna have a good pot unless you brush his head. Correct. That's what they told me when I first started here. But mate, yeah, but, uh, so have you been man? You've been out. You've been down in Penrith. I have. I uh, ventured out uh, out west. Got a call and said uh, that the Panthers are going to be presented that. WWE Championship that they uh, they promised last year, so jumped yep. jumped in the car, did a what was an eight hour round trip out to Penrith Oof. Uh, from, from Oof. Park. So I was like, I, I can't stay the night. I, I had to get up early and head out there. But yeah, got out there. Grayson Waller, Aussies, uh, Australia's own Grayson Waller, along with yep. LA Knight, were out there to present um, the championship belt. And mate, it is a beauty too. The uh, yeah, is it? Is there a bit of weight to it? Oh, very, very heavy. I've got like I've got a yeah, couple right. of repl- replica belts here. So I've got the the old smoking skull uh, Steve Austin one there. It's a full replica, so it's like um, the same weight and everything like that as the normal belt. And then I've got the the big big gold here, which is just yep. plastic. Uh, it's very light. You can just throw that around. But this one felt even heavier. It was a proper replica of their current um, uh, universal. Uh, championship that they've got, and it yeah. is it is massive, um, very heavy. Even Scotty Sorensen, we um, they were getting photos, and we said, "Mate, hold it up, like you're holding up the trophy, uh, holding yeah. up the, holding up the belt in a, in a wrestling ring." And he did, and he was probably only holding it for like thirty seconds. He's like, "Can I put this down now? It's got a bit of weight." So yeah, even, right. Even, even the boys are struggling with it a little bit, um, but yeah, it uh, it looked good. It was such a good post because like. It was like a classic roasty post where I'm like, of course he's got these photos first. And I'm flicking through. I'm like, oh, shit, he's there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That is some on-the-ground journalism that you were doing. I, um, I, I bumped into um, Zach, um, Zach Bailey uh, a couple of – about a year ago and um, just sort of started DMing each other. And uh, he was there and he's, he's come up and said day and, and then um, Grayson actually just started blistering him with – um, comments about his shirt and stuff like that. If you look at yeah, things right. like uh, Channel Nine, like his his report on it, and Grayson's just blasting him. And we're just having a, <laughs> having a good laugh behind the behind the camera. I was trying to capture it, and then he's come over to me. He goes, "I was there," and he's blasting me. And I look up, and I see the the phone in your hand, <laughs> filming it. And he goes, "Oh no, I'm just going to be all over the roast channel now." And I'm like, "Nah," and he caught the end of it, so I didn't I didn't worry about it. But uh, it was a good day. Yeah, it was good good fun. And my first real sort of venture into that media side of you know, because it was only media. It wasn't a fan day. It wasn't yeah. um, outside public sort of allowed in. So it was good to get a little bit in the um, in the back area. And also great to meet some of the Panthers media team and their, some, some of their yeah. staff. They were really nice. And I had a couple come over, say they're big fans. And, and I was like, oh, no, look, you know, reach out and um, continue like a conversation through DMs because I know like if I've got them as a personal contact, you know, it makes it a little bit easier to, to get yeah, access to absolutely. things as well. So. They, they can be quite strange events when it's just like 
the media. I remember I was at the uh, Dolphins jersey launch at Suncorp Stadium, and like it's just a dead quiet, and then all the cameras show up out of nowhere. Like they let them all in at one time, yep. take all their photos, take all their videos, try and hassle everyone, and then they all scurry off to the next thing all at once. It's like <laughs> what just happened? That just was, like this big horde coming in, like just twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're we're just all, gone like that. Where me, I, I turned up at like eleven o'clock because I didn't want to be late. It was meant to start at twelve. They're all turned up at like yeah. five to twelve. I yeah, turn up yeah. like an hour early, just sitting there like a dumbass. And then <laughs> at the end, I'm sort of just wandering around, like, okay, do I leave? What uh, hang around? What do we? Have? You know, is there drinks? Yeah. What's what's going on? Everyone's just sort of leaving. <laughs> like, okay, I think I'll just go now. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, that would have been a sick day. Yeah, no, it was good, great day, and um, the, the the wrestlers were, uh, were were great. They they had a lot of fun um, with the boys. I know. Grayson's a massive um, Roosters fan. He's a massive rugby league fan, so he's seen it all before. But uh, LA Knight, he, he was a big guy too. He um, he matched it up against some yeah, of the forwards right. there, um, and it's the first time he's ever seen rugby league. So got a little bit of content dropping with him later on as well. I, I spoke with him and oh, cool. gave, gave him a, a, a couple of questions. So that'll be coming out shortly. But yeah. Great fun, awesome. and, and it was love that. Mad just he's on fire right now. Yeah, I love like all the comments on the post were all about him. What's that? All the comments on the post were all about LA Knight. Yeah. He's just on fire right oh, now. Massive. I listened to a podcast on the way uh, down to Penrith, and him last year was the highest selling merch for WWE. Yeah, right. And wow. he said, he even goes, I had three items. He said, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, these guys selling all year, top of the table, have hundreds yeah. of items. And yeah, he's yeah, outselling yeah. them with three items, which I think would like three shirts. That's craziness. So it's That's like craziness. crazy. So he goes, I don't want to bring a lot out just to flood the market just because I I can. He goes, I want to, if yep. I'm doing a shirt or if I'm doing a piece of merchandise, I'll do it for the right reasons, uh, which is good. But yeah, he's uh, he, he's been around a while. He's, he's on, you know, I think he's like 41. So yeah, um, good on him for, for getting up there and um, he's going to be champion one day. Can't wait. Yeah, for sure. So also in the NRL world, these rule changes are really grabbing people's attention. They are. <laughs> a lot of There's talk a about lot these. Knee-jerk, pretty intense reactions to these rule changes. I originally, the first time I read through it, I wasn't too phased by it. I was actually in here. I asked Klutz and Das. They both said they hated it. And then I get on my phone, Guru hated it. Yes. Everyone that yep. I saw online that I, I posted it on my story, I got a lot of inboxes saying they hated it. I didn't have this knee-jerk reaction that I hated them so much. So basically the one that's getting a lot of attention is from the short dropout, if the ball goes out on the full or doesn't make the 10 metres, it's just a play the ball on the 10-metre line yep. instead of the two-point penalty shot from directly in front. I all season last year and the year before when they first started doing it was a little bit like perplexed. I thought that the two points from directly in front was a bit of a harsh penalty for kicking it out on the full. I have been told, though, they have a pretty big area to land the ball in <laughs> instead of kicking it out on the full. Correct, so I yeah. get that. But I just think two points directly in front, I just don't know if that – penalty is really the same weight as what the action is. The way, like, I thought of it as it's we're almost more rewarding the team that's um, kicking it shit. Like, we're, we're rewarding the shit team because yeah. they're getting out of it without facing that penalty. The, the, the threat of that penalty is now gone. Best case scenario, they get the ball back. Worst case scenario, they give, a, they give the ball away on the 10-meter line as they play the ball, and they get to set their line. Right, so it's really 
risk almost risk free for them to do it. Um, I, I, I actually, I don't, don't know if I totally subscribe to this idea of it's risk free. Like they still have to try and get the ball back, right? And it's not two options; it's three options. It's they get the ball back. They don't get the ball back because it goes short or out. Or the other team gets the ball anyway. So I don't think it's this. And I understand you'd probably rather have the ball on the 30-meter line than the 10-meter line statistically and all that. And you get to set your line. And getting the ball on the 10-meter line is probably not the best place to have it. Like how many times – I know the Cowboys are famously horrendous from inside the 20. Like they just can't score from that area. So the rule doesn't help me whatsoever. <laughs> but I just don't know. I think – it's probably gone too far, but I would like to see it be a penalty just like when they get the option where they can kick for goal or take a tap from the point where the ball goes out or doesn't go short. So if you want to take the two, it doesn't go directly in front. I feel like that's too easy and too much of a punishment, but I still feel like say they they kick it short 10 metres, like Luttrell goes to kick the ball 10 metres, it doesn't go the 10 metres. I think it's a penalty from the spot where where the infringement happens. So they might be kicking for goal from 20 metres to the left of the post and they can obviously take the ball back as much as they want or they can have the option to take the tap from that spot. Yeah. I just don't really like two points, direct, like an automatic two points. I well, feel they, like they, they should can, still they, be a bit they of can still tap, tap it and run. Them. They can still tap it and run try for the try to go for a try. But I think they need to have that penalty there um, to if, – if you're a team and you're attacking that line and you've earned – a repeat set, and then they mm. they have okay, fair enough. Not necessarily risk free, but they have the chance yeah. to then get the ball back, and they try that, and they fuck it up. You should be able to then go. I want to take the two because I've earned a repeat set. They've been they're not good enough to try and get the, to get the ball back. Made yeah. a mistake, but you I think wanna, from I want to benefit from that front? mistake. Do you yep. think the two from like right in front? Though? Well, that's where the that's where the infringement actually happens because. They're kicking the I ball guess, from yeah, that's that where point. They're kicking right? it from that point. And, and, yeah, okay. And, and yeah. I like that when it comes to when they kick the ball and then there's a foul. Um, I think it happened famously in the uh, the Easter Monday game between the Bulldogs and Rabbitohs, where James Graham went to the legs of Adam Reynolds and the ball went where the penalty went where the ball landed, and yeah. because it was just a, a goal kicking uh, drop goal attempt, he actually got the, the penalty right in front, which was. It's one of those weird rules that happens, but, uh, you know, it's a bit of a, a thing. But I like this. Um, I liked it the old way when it came to dropouts. Okay. I'd actually like it, this rule for kickoffs. I just, yeah. you know, so run I think through what the when, kickoff when you, rule is. If you go for a short kickoff and doesn't come off to give away a penalty where they kick it 30 metres upfield, then take a hit up and they're yeah. already in the um, opposition 20, that's a bit, bit harsh. Um, so what has the rule been changed to now? Now it's just to play the ball. I th- I believe on ten meters out on the halfway line, or ten meters out on the f- like forty. I'm not exactly sure. Yep. It does say if the team kicks a ball out on the full over the touch line, or it fails to travel ten meters um, from the halfway line off a kickoff. Play will now restart with a play the ball ten meters out from the line of the kick and ten meters in yep. from touch. Um, So I assume that's just on the halfway line, 10 metres in. But we'll we'll wait and see when it actually happens. or I'm sure Graham Ennisley will come out and explain it next week in the video. Do you feel like this is stemmed from, okay, so the highest risk of concussion in the NFL has time and time again been proven that it's off the kickoff. 
And so it's normally like you think about Origin, you think about Grand Finals, that's the biggest collision of the game most of the time is off the kickoff. Do you think that this is a bit of a heads-up play by the NRL to probably try and tempt teams into attempting a short kickoff more often to lessen the chance of a concussion based on the fact that they're probably going to get, you know, 20 metres head of steam running directly into each other? Like, realistically, a kickoff is probably the most dangerous part of a game and it's probably a bit unnecessary too. Yeah. Do you think there's a bit of that in this? Oh, 100%. Um, they're, they're, they've been probably talking about this for years and yeah. Yeah. it's just it's just the time is right now. Um, you know, I saw, I think, Physio tweeted about it in regards to the impacts and things like that and uh, yeah. you've got to get ahead of it. If, if you don't, otherwise we're going to be in trouble when it comes to like the NFL is at the moment. I also did see this, which I'll just open up. I've seen on Instagram from the league eye test uh, about how many actual kickoffs we've had, the short kickoffs. So from the 2023 NRL season, approximately 54% of dropouts were kicked short. Um, yeah, wow. And around one in, one in four of those were recovered. Team that was leading recovered 2% more often than a team trailing. And when teams were, the scores were tied, recovery was up 3%. So, um, you know, at the moment, yeah, we're getting half uh, half the kicks from dropouts to be short kickoffs, which is exciting yeah. in in, a, um, in itself. Well, and, I like the that, short. I like the short dropout personally. I think it, like, oh. it's interesting to watch because, you, but I do understand. Maybe I do like it because there is such a risk that if it doesn't come off, it's going to be two points from right in front. Yeah, but but I ag- do like the contest again. If like, you, people if are going to be signing off, seven foot wingers very soon. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going to see all these basketball players just yeah. come over to uh, to NRL. Um, but if you see now, like when they drop it out and it goes, let's say, 50 metres, they're running it back. They're getting to the 30. Yeah. And then the second tackle, Every they're time. in that 20. Yeah. So why not go for it? You, you yeah. Teams have, you know, have worked out like, you know, how to defend better on that try line anyway now. Yeah. See it all the time. They, they're all giving away six agains all the time because they, um, they knew how to defend there. So uh, I... I don't, mind, I don't mind it. Like, I, um, think, I think everyone always like goes straight to Penrith with all these – whenever something happens in the league, they go, oh, but this won't really affect Penrith. Like, no offense to like the Dragons. I don't know how good your try line defense is. Do you really think like you're no. going to be like, oh, great. Let's just be giving them the ball on the 10-meter line every time. Like, I don't think it's going to happen yep. as often as people think. Sure, Penrith probably will. And there's a lot of chat about, oh, maybe people will just start booting the ball directly out. There probably will be times where that happens. Yep. But I just think the idea that – a team can withstand constant defense on their lot. Like, yeah, a team like Penrith are probably happy to give up the ball a couple times, but the idea that they're going to go for like five of these in a row if they get five back, it's just not going to happen. Nah. It's just not simply not going to happen. So, yeah, like, well, maybe it will. I, what do I know of it? I, I would have pref- I'm not I'd as outraged as the, what I'm uh, seeing. The penalty on a dropout to stay there. Um, but look, I'm not a, totally opposed to this move. I think uh, at the moment we've got a rise in. Like like they've shown a rise in short dropouts, we're going to see a little bit more. I think with teams now not facing that risk of giving away a penalty right in front, they'll uh, they'll take the risk a bit more. And yeah, and I think you know probably see a lot more from from the uh, kickoff as well. Which again, yeah. um, it's exciting. It makes it a little bit more exciting. I, I just don't like how it does take away from uh, a little bit a team attacking gets a set. Pressure. They're going to lose. They're going to lose out a little bit, but. Overall, I think you know, give it, 
give it a season, see how it goes, see what, see if uh, like, it if, makes that if, big it's, of a difference. If it's if it's awful, they'll wind it back. Like, if it's if it, if it turns out to be this massive game breaking, insanely big mistake, they'll wind it back. They yeah. always do. Yeah. Always so, I, I they're not going <laughs> to. It will be so interesting if like the the pictures being painted right now is like they're going to be wheeling out special teams every drop out. Yeah, and it's going to be a complete change. In I just can't. I personally can't see it. I also think when when there is a penalty given off a short dropout, not making the ten meters, something that the NRL has probably considered is it's such a dead time in the game because okay, the ball's gone dead. We're waiting. They've kicked the ball. We're waiting for them to do the dropout. Now it hasn't gone. A penalty's been blown. Now they're going to kick. For two, now we're going. Okay, it's been awarded. Now the other team's going to take it all the way up the other field and kick off. That's just like four minutes of really nothingness. Yeah. Right. With this, we're kind of just straight back into the game. Yeah. So like, yeah, there are there are pros and cons with this. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it all pans out over the next season. I can't wait to be completely wrong during the preseason <laughs> challenge when it can t- <laughs> instantly fucks the game. <laughs> I was, one thing I will say is at least they've just gone right. They've gone to all the other teams they've all said yes they've got it done they haven't gone let's trial it in the preseason then bring it in halfway through the year or whatever yeah it's like just adamant bang done and we move yeah. on right and it's like yeah. you've got all preseason to train your your sword it's so. really weird to not be trialing it in preseason now that you have yeah the preseason challenge and it's a big thing like they were trialing rules last year and i feel like they're trialing rules the year before as well like that's a perfect time to be testing these rules yeah so it is a bit it is a bit bold to just go all right we're on but i don't know let's wait and see mate you're at the home of the caxton the yes. home of the brisbane broncos and the the city of, of <laughs> brisbane there mate Tell us what are they? What are they? What news are they coming out of their Vegas trip for these these boys? Yeah, or for the, the Brisbane Bron- Broncos. For the Broncos boys. Yeah, not. No, I'm not worried about Butsy uh, <laughs> and Das. Uh, screw them. No, the, yeah, the, the, the Broncos air, boys. You need to put air tags on them. But um, the Broncos boys. The news is that Kebby Walters has come out and said there's going to be no curfew after the games are played, which I love. I love this. I love this so Why, much. Why, for the, for the content on, that's going to come out of it? or <laughs> Well, okay. I, I love it for – and I, I can be one of the biggest Brisbane haters in the world, but I think that rugby league's better when Brisbane are going well as much as that it hurts for that to leave my lips. Last year, uh, Darcy actually said on the pod – what they need is for the boys to get into the Caxton, get a good piss up together, and then they'll go well. That's exactly what the Broncos did. They obviously can't be the Caxton this year, so they're going to have a big piss up in Vegas, all come together, and they'll probably go well again off the back of it. I don't think that it's going to be the Broncos that are going to be the ones that act up. I just don't see it. I can't see it. I know there's a lot of chat about Reese Walsh. I think Reese has calmed down personally. I think Reese is not going to be the one that calls up a stir. And they're going all the way over there. I think what Kevy's decided is, all right, I don't want them to go around around the back of me. They're going to go out. It's going to happen. So we might as well just have a blanket rule. We don't care. Yeah. I think it's funny how he's had to actually say it. Like, obviously, he's probably been asked a question from a journalist. Yeah. And they've like, you know, I, he could just avoid it and just said, oh, no, we haven't even talked about it and just let it go. Yeah. But 
he, the fact that he, he came out and said it because no, none of the other teams are coming out saying we've got a curfew or there's no curfew or or anything like that. Just let well, the boys, he's put a lot of pressure on go. Trent Robinson, hasn't he? He's put a lot of pressure on the other coaches because now everyone wants to be on the cool bus. Everyone wants to be yeah. at the back of the bus with the Broncos. I don't know if uh, Siebes has the same uh, mentality going into this. <laughs> so all the other teams now, you'd, you'd, you'd really want to be on the Broncos side. Spencer Lena who's gone to the wrong team. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What about like a player that's signed uh, or Spencer Lenu, uh halfway through the season and then they got picked, these teams got picked to go to Vegas and they're just sitting there going, I get to go to Vegas for a preseason, for yeah. a first yeah. game. Amazing. Sure, um, surely that was included in some contract negotiations. Oh, just by the way, we're yeah. going to Vegas. I'm ta- spare a thought I'm for guys a like Jackie White. Why, why is that? Because oh, I get to go to Vegas for round one. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it back on the tables anyway, big fella. Don't worry. Spare a thought for Jackie White, who's been suspended and will not. I don't know if I he's know. making the trip or not. <laughs> what a game to miss out on. I, was, um, I bumped into uh, a mate whose brother plays. He used to play for the Spaceman and plays in the uh, development squads for uh, South. And he's he's yeah. out rehabbing, so he misses it, but he still gets to go oh. on the trip. Oh, really? So they're, they're, South are actually taking... They might be taking like not a full thirty squad, but they'll be taking like extra people, even ones that won't yep. play, just for, to give them the feel of that that round one and get them in the side. So he, he's a lucky fellow. He's rehabbing. And he still gets to go to uh, to Vegas. So I think uh, it is a bold move. There's going to be a scandal come out of this, and to be honest, the game probably needs a scandal to come out of this. We've spoken about it before. That's what we need. We need to go over there and show them what real rugby league is. If you tell, if you ask me, it's been a crazy off-season in the fact that there's been no scandals. Yeah. There's been nothing. The boys have been on their best behaviour. Could it be because they're saving up something nice and juicy for Vegas? Probably. Well, they're actually... Every time players would go over to Vegas in the off-season, they're safe, right? Even if they do cause a bit of a stir, get in a little bit of a punch-up, whatever, and they just walk away, there's no one there going, oh, my God, that's XYZ from this team, right? Yeah. And they're pulling out their phone. They're just going, oh, it's just some beefed-up dude who... You know, can't handle Vegas or whatever, so they yeah, don't care yeah, too yeah. much. Now there's going to be a lot more rugby league fans from Australia over there that will yeah. be, will be looking for them. And unfortunately for them, that that is just the um, the life we live, where they're going to have their phones. They're going to be wanting to them to fuck up and have a scandal so they can pick out their phone and and film it. But hopefully not. Hopefully they just go over there and have a have a good time. And I don't know, maybe. Uh, yelling obscenity to some some old lady or something, we just get that instead. <laughs> something it's less. A, it's harmful. a massive, it's a massive balls to the wall move by Kevy though. I, I but you, you can't put a curfew on them because then all of a sudden now they've broken curfew because that's what's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> if if you, you might as well just admit defeat before the battle begins in this situation because what's the point of trying to tell? Pat Carrigan and Jordan Ricky, two of the most attractive men on planet Earth, that they can't go out and have fun. What's the point in that? Who who are you doing that for? You're just hurting. You're just hurting Mother Earth there. But also, when if they play at home and they've got the bye the following week, it's you play the game, go have a week off, just go. Out but and do enjoy they yourself. have the bye the next week? I'm sure. No, they, the Broncos are playing Souths round two at Suncorp. They do, but that will be in round. So they'll have a week off. So they'll play this game March second. The official ah, official round will start March. I'm with you. March six or whatever, and that's the other yep, six yep, remaining yep. games in round one. Yep, yep, yep. Then yep, the yep, following yep. week, so two weeks from Vegas is round two. So yeah, they get that weekend off. So it'd be just like normal. Just 
they'd, they'd be out in Brisbane. They'd probably yep. even fly some of them fly to Bali for a few days, whatever. Yeah. If it's during yep. the season, obviously not round one if you've got the buy. <laughs> but um, if you're halfway through the season, you've got a buy. You, you're taking advantage of it. You, you're resting up the body. Oh, absolutely. All that sort of stuff. So just let them. They're gonna have a night out. They're probably not flying home till Monday, Tuesday. Um, yeah. I'd say I'd say Monday. So let them have a night out. Let them recover in a via pool or some. Some fancy place on on the Sunday and just relax, and then pressure's on. Pressure is on Manly, the Roosters, and uh, who's the and South. Pressure's on those three teams because you don't want to be the lame team. No, like you don't want to be the lame team with a curfew. Nah, sorry, we can't come out. Sieb says we have to get back. Well, Sieb's not going. Who is he? That video of him last year at the Maccas, he can have a good time. Yeah, he's not going to be imposing any curfews. Well, he sets himself a curfew. It's whatever time he falls asleep at Macca's. Everyone's got to go home then. Um, but, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we get to see the boys out, have a bit of fun, and uh, engage yeah. with the fans as well in, in Vegas. Should be should be good. Mate, well, let's have – if you could pick out of those, the guys that don't have a curfew in the Brisbane side, who's who would be the odds-on favourite to get into some, get into some strife? Oh, it's so tough, but like I think everyone would, like you said, everyone would gravitate to straight towards Reese Walsh. Yeah, of, I, I don't. I think that's too past. obvious. I think that's too obvious. I think I think that's the easy pick. It's the coward's pick. It's not the pick I'm going to make. I think if Payne Haas has a new pair of shoes on, anything's possible. <laughs> anything's possible if he's got a new if he's got a new pair of kicks on. Anything's possible out there on the Vegas Strip. I think he's probably my outside favourite. I, I had him as well. I also had whoever is hanging around Adam Reynolds. So not Adam Reynolds himself. He's old enough. He's mature enough now. But he's such a fucking pest from all yeah. reports that whoever's hanging around him, he's just going to irritate and irritate to the point where they snap. They get in trouble. Yeah. They get kicked yep. out. They get videoed by someone with a mobile. Um, so I think just stay away from Adam Reynolds. Yeah, I think also like a guy like Jordan Riki, like you're going to tell me that there's a woman on earth that isn't going to leave their pommy husband that's on their holiday trip. And then as soon as they see that cheesy smile of Jordan Riki, the most attractive man on the planet, like he, he's he's asking for it really, walking around looking like that. And I, don't know if, I don't know if Vegas has ever seen a man like that ever, full stop. No, Vegas has never seen anyone like that. <laughs> Mate, um, Cooper Johns. He yeah. has uh, retired um, via one so of the, the greatest Instagram um, captions I've ever seen. If you haven't seen it, yeah. Do you want to, to, do you want to read out the caption? It is such a perler. Yeah, yeah. You want you want to? Re- I'll read it out. I'll look it up here. He uh, so for for anyone that doesn't know, Cooper Johns uh, is joining Kyle and Jackie O. He's giving up football for a while. He's quitting football, so he's not retired, I suppose, but. Um, just giving it giving it away for a little bit, but he posted this on Instagram with with uh, a couple of photos of him in um, manly kit and Melbourne Storm kit, and he wrote, "I love my time in the NRL, but after some late nights pondering over a couple of schooners of Malibu and Coke, no sugar, I've decided to step away for a bit and switch out the leather pig skin for a microphone. Never in my days would I've expected such an outpouring of sorrow, grief, and emotion." But in all seriousness, I'll never forget the lifetime friends I've made and the ones I hope to never see again, in brackets, Brad Parker, Harry Grant, and Tyron Wishart. <laughs> Just to name a few. The memories, so many to pick from. First game, first try, first off-season scandal shout-out to Munster and Hectic Cheese. And finally, to all my coaches, particularly Craig Bellamy, who refused to select me regardless of mediocre form and numerous bribes. 
don't expect a reference when you're looking for another club to drag through the mud. <laughs> and finally, my friend, family, who calls me nothing but stress, get fucked. That's the end. <laughs> is this the end? Who knows? One thing I do know is rugby league is the greatest game of all. And then he's putting in hashtag PMVP. So for anyone that doesn't know, and I, I just need to clarify a little bit here too because uh, I had a little bit of a thing to write. Uh, I, I posted the thing about him with a graphic, which was like his 19 games, one try, and one, which is what he put in there, PMVP, preseason yeah. MVP, which he, yeah. he declared himself, right? So there was yeah. A, yeah. a joke amongst Manly fans, that uh, Manly uh, players, that he was walking around saying he was the preseason MVP after his performance <laughs> in, the, in the preseason challenge. Um, so I just want to clear it up. People thought I was mocking him. I was merely just having a laugh. That normally these yeah, sort of right. graphics are um, reserved for 200 gamers, 300 gamers, yeah. something massive, yeah. right? Uh, I did it for him because I thought adding his stats in, it's a bit of a laugh. He would have get, get it. He has that type of sense of humor. I'm sure he would have laughed at it. Um, yeah. But for all those who were butthurt in the comments with uh, that's, <laughs> that's 19 more games than I'll ever play, I sincerely apologise that you can't take a joke. So I just wanted to clear that up. Um, but, yeah, Cooper Johns retiring with going out in one of the all-time great fashions as far as I'm concerned. He's, it's a massive move. He's gone to the biggest radio show in Australian history. That's but, well, they just very- recently signed. Was it... 20 years... Uh, two, 200, $200 million 10-year deal. 10-year deal. So a $20 million a year. $200 million 10-year deal. And I know that's Mental, all made so up of bonuses and, you know, they've got to do certain things. A lot so of stock options pro- in there. Yeah, they're probably not guaranteed $20 million every year, but, Jesus, that's a massive deal for radio. Everyone's saying radio's dead, it's podcasts. It's, you know, radio's yeah. still well and truly alive if you've got well, they're, they're getting about- for it. And these guys know him. They're, they're friends with him, with Cooper, right? They're yeah. saying... You know, we love having him here. He's got a great sense of humor. Kyle Sandlins gave him one of the greatest raps saying he's funny. He has the natural humor. Um, so if he's not giving him the all-time... And you don't just... You, you get that over, you know, through your lifetime. You just don't come up with a sense of humor like that. No. Um, so I say good on him. Um, he's yeah, I mean... Probably going to make a lot more than playing playing footy, but... That's the thing. He probably will. And, like, the the... He's one of the funniest guys, and like all all his you foods ads have been hilarious. Anytime he's ever done anything with the Maddie John shows, it's been hilarious. Yep. It's probably more suited to him. I don't know. Like he's a he's, he's a better footy player than I'll ever be. Mm, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's it's interesting at such a young age to see the writing on the wall and just go, all right, let me pivot into a media role. And he probably feels like he's been around the game long enough to get an understanding of the game, so he can be a pundit forever now, really. And like. The John's name is the John's name. Yeah. And he's funny as fuck. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you mentioned his um, some of his uh, Instagram stuff, some of his videos. Just outrageously and, and just so much dribble. It was so They're so yep. good and so funny. Well thought out. Like, that takes a long time yeah. to plan some of that. So, um, yeah, well, well done to him. I, I think it'll be a massive success. Like, you look at guys like, uh, like Bo Ryan, right? Yeah. Even he'll admit, like, I'm not saying anything derogatory in saying that he wasn't the greatest footballer. He was a, he no. was a good, good footy player, like, and he played at the highest level as well. So Managed, managed to steal a Cowboys finals game off as well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I don't know, you can do as many bonos as you want. Bonos cheating, as far as I'm concerned. Seven tackles. <laughs> has done way better things now off, off field yeah, uh, in, in a media career. So, um, 
and and did it the right well, way. He's and he's he's, he's the blueprint, isn't about, he? Yeah, he's he's going about it the right way. He'll uh he'll fit in well doing stuff with the with the Kyle and Jackie O and uh, his own Instagram stuff, his own his own personal mm. profile. So it'll be uh, interesting to see how it goes over the next few years. Absolutely. Um, what have we got next, mate? We I actually skipped. I, I stuffed up. I went um, Broncos then Cooper instead of the other way around. But we pivot. Uh, into Supercoach. Now, I know you're a massive Supercoach guy. Yeah, I'm... yeah. there's rumblings of my my draft uh, league. Has The group chat's been fired back up for the new year and we're starting to talk about trades and how we're going to do things. But classic is what we want to talk about now. Well, yeah, so I, I got into it when it first came out and it nearly consumed my life to the point it like... It will. Oh, it will, right? And I know right now I just don't have the time and the effort to let it consume because I know if I really get into it I will start getting into the nuts and bolts the numbers and start crunching them and go okay um, this is I'll be spending way too much time on it but we yeah. want to get into it where it's just I, I think I just want to go head to head against you and me we're going to start a group we're going to get into Supercoach we're going to be talking Supercoach on the pod yep. throughout the year it's not going to be a predominantly Supercoach Base pod, obviously. No, Guru, Guru, Guru and Timmy have that covered. There's, there's <laughs> enough people out there that are more experts than us. Go listen to their podcast. Did you, did you but, see and, last But year also, don't Brown. get scared off thinking we're going to turn into a super coach pod. We're not. No. We're just going to have some, <laughs> we're just going to have some fun with it, right? But we are going to start a group we, we, and we'll, we'll um, have a separate place to talk about it and maybe even have some prizes, whatever. But I just want to get into it where we can reference it at least, you know, five, ten minutes each each episode yep. and, and go head to head and who our teams are and all that sort of stuff. But you, you're going to help so me nor- get into it, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Supercoach normally opens up around the 26 each year around around Australia days normally when they fire it up. So we'll get a group going as soon as possible. And like just on other people being better at Supercoach than us. Were you at Magic Ground last year when that guy went up to Timmy Williams and asked him to he printed out his Supercoach team and asked Timmy Williams to sign it? No. <laughs> you didn't see that. I did not see that, but that is all time. So I'm not in a position to start going head-to-head with beers and break-evens. I guarantee you that because I don't know if I could ever get enough super coach analysis out where someone would ask me to sign their super coach team. i tell you what, so we'll leave that, that is something we'll I, want to, I, want to attain, to them. I want to attain at one point <laughs> is someone to print out a meme that I've done, come up and get me to sign it. And the first person to do that, you will go into my Hall of Fame directory. Um, yeah. Uh, you'll become my I best love friend. That. That well, is yeah, no, crazy. So but yeah, we'll get into it. We'll do some super coach stuff when uh Absolutely. When the when it all opens up, we'll start a group. We'll let everyone know via the pod and, and via the, the social media and uh get into it. Because I I'm I'm excited. I want to get back into it. I don't want it to consume my life because I still want to keep my wife will. and kids around. It will. Um but yeah. It simply sure will you, consume your life. Give me some good tips and pointers and I'll take some from from the fans as well, from the back fences. I'm happy to take you out of my wing and, and explain what my trades are each week and why they're mm. going to be so much better than your trades. I'm more than happy to do that. I'm sure you're pointing me in the right direction do. of picking someone that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'd never leave you lead you astray. Do you know how, like this is? So I did a draft league last year, um, yeah. and just just with a few old mates that were sort of that's how I'm now getting back into it this year. And I couldn't make the draft day. I had something on. I said to automatic draft. My second round draft pick was oh. Co- my second round draft pick was Cody Ramsey, who 
Oh, mate. So I was just I was gone. auto I was draft. Gone, gone no. from the very beginning. So no, no, no. Cody Ramsey in the second round. How did? Oh, because he auto, auto what, pick. he played auto three pick. games a year before and he had a massively high average or something. Correct. Like that. Yeah. So wow. Flew under the radar there. <laughs> stuffed up. So I was like gone from the very beginning. Ended up making the semis, which was okay, but uh, bundled out. That's a massive turnaround from a Cody Ramsey second round pick. Four, That's four huge. Fought my, my way back, but. Uh, <laughs> We, we go on. And also, lastly, before we go, Hottest 100. NRL Hottest 100. How exciting. When are we very, launching? Very shortly. I, I'm trying to get the teams up tonight, Thursday. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I'm, I'm probably looking next week. Okay. Voting will open. And then, as always, the, the Hottest 100 will be announced on the greatest day of all, Valentine's Day, February 14th. Yeah, of course. Um, the hottest day of the year. And... Um, yeah, so voting will open next week. Stay tuned. You'll see via the social channels. Uh, I'll be posting that up. But yeah, and our yep. hottest one hundred around the corner. I lo- I love how every year people accuse you of like fixing it. Yeah, like every single year, and they're, kind of, they're like, "This is rigged," and they get so worked it, up. It gets so, so worked up about it. It's such a bizarre thing to get worked up about. Like you have some agenda as to why Nico Hines <laughs> is hotter than someone else. Like what what message could you possibly be pushing behind the scenes? I don't what like agenda could I'm a Dragons fan. There? I don't oh, like Cronulla. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. So why would I want a Cronulla person Cronulla player to win that? <laughs> I would not want that to happen. Ever. I can't wait till the first con- you'll you'll do a hundred through to ninety and they'll already be nah, this is rigged. This is I, rigged. I love it that there's all there's um always someone that's up in the top top thirty or forty that should definitely should not be there. Yeah, now, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not, I'm not saying you know guys are ugly or anything like that, but I you know I'm not I'm not a person that should be in any, any hottest one hundred list, right? I can accept that. Um, and there's other guys that know this in the NRL, but there's always this one player, and they're like, "How the fuck does this guy get in there?" And that's the beauty. Say, of, that's his name's Dale Fanukin. His name's Dale Fanukin. I don't know how it happens every year. It happens every year. Yeah. I know who we're talking about. It happens every year. It, I think it's. I think it's. It's the voice. It's the singing voice that gets must him through. Be, must be. There's also and always there's one like Young Gun that I've never yeah. never heard of. And there'll be a period where all of a sudden he's just getting all these votes. And it's like someone's teed up one of his mates. Go, mate, come on, just add me in. Just go and vote. Create fake emails. Because it's like, oh, who the hell is this guy that's creeping up the creep up? But he doesn't never gets enough to get in there. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. So I love it. I can't wait for it. Next week, stay tuned, back fences. But that's going to do us for uh, this Thursday, the 18th of January, mate. Well, less than, I think, 30 days till the first rugby league match of the year. Mental. How exciting. Mental. This time yeah, in we're, four we're weeks, a month out from preseason. We'll be watching a game. Mm. Oh. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, Very exciting I stuff. Fly, I, funny, I fly out. I fly to America the day <gasps> the preseason kicks off, which I'm dirty. I, hopefully, uh, Qantas has good Wi Fi. I can watch the games. <laughs> you fly in Qantas. Very fancy. Yes. You will be able to watch I'll, the games. They have live sport on there. Oh, do they? Very Sweet. fancy. Done. I'll be doing that. <laughs> no sleep for the wicked Mate Donnie Been a pleasure Go the, go downstairs Absolutely. And have a nice schooner on me mate Oh really I'll just charge that back to yes. roast Just say Dean Dean's got it covered I'll, say, I'll just go down and tell Stella Dean yeah. said this was alright 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fine yeah Give uh, give Scotty Minto <laughs> a, uh, a nice pat for me too Say good day to Clutty and Das Tell him to get fucked And we are out Thanks Donnie Cheers And that's the bottom line Because Stone Cold said so